Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. Co-hosted by Abby Searing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Would you love a postnatal vitamin that can also support your healthy milk supply? Milky's Complete Postnatal Vitamin is a two-in-one supplement with vitamin D and vitamin B made especially for lactating women. With added fenugreek and fennel, this vitamin not only gives you what you need in your postpartum recovery, but also supports your milk supply. Head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com for the link and use promo code BADASS for 10% off of everything at Fairhaven Health. Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And this is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. Welcome, welcome. So Welcome. I know, welcome. We were just talking about how uh, Skype has this new little song. So now we've, you know, we're in the mood to do a little song. Yeah. You, here, so. <laughs> so we I, should change our intro song to like something techno. We should, right? To get like mom's grooving. I know. Grooving while, well, you know what? We don't want to have a boring podcast. No. I've had moms say that. We you know, don't have a no. boring podcast. We do not. But if we should ever get there, it needs to be our last episode. We cannot be a boring podcast. <laughs> right. Uh, but I am going to read our review of the week because I was really excited about this review. Yes. And I even told somebody else about it, like one of my clients, because oh. it was like such a... I don't know about it. So this is my first time hearing yeah, it. Yeah, you don't know. So this one is a recent one. Some of the ones, like I'll pull from the older ones and stuff too. But our review of the week comes from Sarah Liu, 22. And she says, I listened to the tongue tie episode this week and immediately called my mom after. My mom always told me that it took them months for me to take a bottle. My dad would drive me into her work 30 minutes one way to feed. I had a very bad tongue tie to the point that when I started talking, the only person that could understand me was my sister that was two years older than me. They joked that she was my translator. I got it clipped at age four and did speech therapy until about sixth grade. Anyway, I thought it was nice that my mom got some closure on what the problem probably was. Anyway, I just love all the information. Keep up the awesome podcast, ladies. That's so awesome because we are discussing information that is helping people now and dealing with their breastfeeding problems now or recently. But people are also making connections to like... When they were babies and like what went on with them and what went on with their parents or, you know, like yeah. it's not just. I know. It's, it's amazing. It's really, the information like really goes like so much farther than I think we even think. I know. And and the reason why I, I um, mentioned this to one of my clients was because she actually is a speech therapist and her baby had a mm-hmm. tongue tie and we had it clipped very, very early. I think the baby was like four days old. And um, she was saying how, she goes, I've had a lot of kids that needed speech therapy for a very long time and come to find out they had, you know, they had tongue ties and they would end up coming to me for speech therapy since I'm a speech pathologist. And I was telling her about this, um, you know, this this review that we got. And like with her baby, her baby was so young when we got the tie clipped that it, you know, she bounced back very, very quickly. And she, the mom saw an improvement in the feedings very quickly, like within a day or two. And, um, but the longer you go, you know, the yeah. the longer, the more it takes, you know, that's a very, mm-hmm. that muscle, you know, needs, to, you need to recoup that, all that, that muscle. So she, this poor right. girl in our review did speech therapy for years. Yeah. So it's, Yeah. 
it can it can definitely impact a lot. So, I know, it's so amazing. thank you. That was a cool review. Absolutely. I was really yeah, I was really Thank cool. you. Sarah Lou twenty two. Sarah Lou. <laughs> and we are gonna talk this week about um leaving your baby. Dun, dun, dun. I know. It's the thing everybody's so scared to do. Yeah. And this But came, ever but we all really want to do it. Oh my gosh. This came up because one of my groups that I was facilitating this week, the mom was like, Okay, you guys, I have to leave my baby this week and go to a wedding and the baby is staying with the, my in laws. Oh. And one of the, and the baby's about six months old. And one of the other moms said, I went away. I had to go away overnight a couple of months ago. And I left the baby with my husband. And I wish I had left very strict instructions. Uh-huh. Because what happened was he left the baby with his mother. And she goes, which was, you know, that's fine. I didn't really have a problem with that. But I had left instruction with him. And, you know, so it was like... It got me thinking, like, oh, my gosh, we never have talked about this. Because there's a lot of moms that they have to travel for work or, you know, maybe there is an out-of-town wedding or there's something going on that you have to leave your baby overnight within the first year of their life. Well, and there's a, I mean, I think most of, well, you know, I think most of the time it's people who are just like, I'd like to go away overnight with my partner and maybe spend a night here and just like have a, like some alone time. And mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Like, can I do that? What's going to happen? You know, and right. You know, even if you're just like, cause then we're going to, you know, there's like the whole logistical thing. Like, how do we do that? How do you make it work? And then there's the whole like guilt part, right. right. Yeah. Of like, you know, should I, shouldn't be doing this. I'm a bad mom or I'm scared, you know, to be, of course, you know, you're going to be scared to leave and, how is it going to impact breastfeeding? Are they going to breastfeed when I come back? And, you know, all of that. Yeah. So and it's, it's loaded. It's so different, too. Like these two moms that were at my group the other day, one uh, one mom, the baby is up like every two hours during the night feeding, mm-hmm. and she's fussy. And she's like, what is she going to do with my mother-in-law? Like, is she going to act like this or is she going to sleep? Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And the other mom was like, we co-sleep, and I have no idea how much she actually feeds during the night. So it's a very different look for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, and also depending on how old your baby is and, and you know, all of that. And I would love it if moms could, if they if you do have to go away or if you do have the opportunity to go away, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I know you mentioned, like, the guilt thing. We mm-hmm. feel guilty no matter what we do anyway. I know. I know. Yeah, but, there's no um, way around it. It's like get a full night of sleep. You know, like, this is a chance to get a great night of sleep, to just kind of, like, not be on a schedule for a change, to, to just do what you want to do for a few hours. And yeah. it really can be rejuvenating for you. It can, and you can survive it. Your breastfeeding relationship will oh, survive. Yeah. yeah, that's you the last thing I'm worried about, yeah, is the breastfeeding But that's the first thing that people are worried about. I know. You know what I mean? That's like, you know, is. How is this going to change things? Uh, And I was, I mean, the first time that I, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, you know, of course, moms think, you know, having bottles for 10 or 12 hours, is that going to be a, you know, is that going to be a deal breaker? Will I be able to pump as much? Is it going to ruin supply? Yeah. Right, right. I, I mean, the first time I never left my baby. It's not that. Because so there, there was so many like things around this, you know, it was like, I don't, I didn't really particularly 
like want to leave. You know, it wasn't, and it wasn't, I was too anxious and all of that stuff. It was not even, it wasn't this, like, I wasn't having this internal struggle about it. I was just like, that's not happening. <laughs> like, I can't, I'm not doing it. I can't handle it. Um, and then there was one time when, so my first was a baby. I don't remember how old he was more than a few months, not a year. Um, when my husband and I went out, we had to go somewhere. I don't remember what it was. And then we were like, well, maybe we'll just stop. Um, we'll stop somewhere and have lunch, you know, and then they'll, we'll have like our first time away. And we left Jack with my mom and dad. And I had like pumped, you know, I'd pumped some milk. There were like three very full bottles of breast milk in the refrigerator. And I was like, you know, he'll, you know, you can just try to give him some, like, I didn't even know what to say. <laughs> So I was just like, okay, you can just give him some, you know, while we're gone. And we I, we came back. They had given him all three of the bottles. Oh, my God. Of breast milk. And I was like, oh, my God, that was my whole stash, man. <laughs> Not that I even needed a stash at the point, but I was like, oh, my God, that was like all of, all of everything. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, like, I, I didn't even have the instructions to give them. And I, that's like one of the things for me, that was the other thing I've talked about this before, of like quitting my job and like just mostly it being because I didn't understand the logistics of what would happen when I was gone. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand it. I didn't have an ability to tell anybody else what they needed to do with my baby because I didn't understand it at all. And I feel like if I understood it and I was, and I, I thoroughly understood it and I was, I felt like I could communicate to, that to somebody I trusted, then I, I may have gone Back to work, I would, the baddest breastfeeding wouldn't exist, so it all worked out. Yeah, but. this is the way it's to be. <laughs> right. But, I mean, you know, it was like, I feel like information is how we get past these big, scary feelings. Yeah. But, you know, like, you've got a great point, because when you're feeding on demand, how do you know how much to leave in a bottle? How much right. do you, How do you know how much to tell somebody? And this is one of the things that the mamas were asking me. They're like, well, how much? how much should I leave? If I leave after nap time on Saturday... How much milk do I leave before I get home again on Sunday afternoon? You know, and it's like you're trying to, you've got a baby that feeds on demand. So you're trying to kind right. of estimate how much do we do here. Um, I don't, I don't think I ever, I didn't leave mine. I didn't really have the opportunity. I don't think. Yeah. Like it never came up. I was a stay-at-home mom with them. I would leave them to like go grocery shopping or whatever, but I never left overnight. Yeah. Um, until they were you know, probably three, three or four, but even like leaving to like go grocery shopping, I'd leave them with my mom and I was always like, oh my God, what if they think I'm never coming back? Like I would. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, my husband and I have never left. We have never left them. Wait, one of us has always been here. I mean, except for short periods of time during the day where my, maybe my mom takes them to the park or something, but like overnight, my husband turned 50 this year and we had this plan where we were like well we're gonna go over away you know we'll go away jack is seven Exley is four and we were like we're gonna go away for the first time we'll go away overnight my mom and dad will come down they like them they'll be fine they like them I <laughs> I, yeah. well that's the other thing that's the other reason why i haven't left a lot is because they don't really do well yeah jack gets really really scared jack mm -hmm. gets really nervous and i told jack seven years old that we're gonna go away overnight and he'll be with grandma and grandpa he cried so hard Aww. he got so scared the look in his face i just looked at my husband and i was like i'm sorry 
this isn't happening. And, you know, and it didn't happen and we didn't do it. And there's people that like hear that story and they're like, oh, my God, like you need to get him used to this. Like you need to go out with your husband and you need to do that and you need to do that. And and I'm kind of like, well, you need to mind your own business because this is like what we decided right. is, you know, how we're going to do this as a family. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, those of you that want to do it and can do it and you want to, then it'll be okay. And so what do we tell them? So what, so somebody, so somebody's listening to this and they're like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? So what you do, if you are a mama that feeds on demand, you know, we, we kind of, what I told, what I tell them is, okay, you know, how old's the baby, depending on how old the baby is, you leave maybe two or three ounces in a bottle, um, per bottle. Leave strict instructions, you know, and if it is a baby that's feeding on demand, we know that typically if you're not with your baby, you're looking at probably every couple hours. So, you know, we're going to estimate like every two hours, every three hours, depending on how old the baby is, we're going to try to do a bottle feed. Um, talking to, if you're already a mom that is like a, a mom that went back to work, this mm-hmm. is going to be a little bit easier because yeah, you, you know, get it. Yeah, yeah, you know how to kind of dictate how the baby should be getting their bottles and when and how much and how to feed it to them and all of that stuff. But if you're not and this is your first time really leaving your baby ever, then you want to make sure whoever's giving that bottle is comfortable giving the bottle, is knows not to rush giving the bottle, that they're just giving, you know, a few sucks at a time. It's called paced bottle feeding. Um and you want to be leaving strict instructions on, you know, bedtime routines and cuddling and what your baby likes to do. Maybe if they do like to cuddle before bed or if they like to be rocked, most likely your baby is going to do something different with another caregiver. That's what I was. Yeah. I think that's the other thing. That's a really, really big thing. Yeah. Is that we're with our babies all the time and our babies act a certain way with us. And, they're they're just not going to act that way with someone else. Right. Like, they're not, they're just not going to. They're like, what are they going to do? They're so fussy. They never, they won't go to sleep. They don't stay asleep for that long. It's like, well, that's because it's you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's because it's you. Yeah. And they're, they don't, you know, they, they've got this whole thing with you. But with someone else, like, they really probably will sleep a little bit longer. They're going to go, it's just they're not going to act the same way. Right. You'll probably be more worried about your baby. You are absolutely yeah. going to be more worried than they are. Yeah. Then your baby is going to They're have with grandma time. or whoever yeah. they're with. They're fine. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're going to be probably held the whole time and played with. And yeah. They'll be totally fussed over. Yeah. 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 It'll it'll totally it'll be fine for them. You're going to be the one that's concerned. But what I always get concerned more about is making sure that moms are comfortable with the pumping piece of things because if you're gone from your baby for an extended period of time, are you going to, are you going to going to a place where you can pump regularly? You know, is it, is it a wedding? Your body's not going to stop making milk. (laughs) Right. So we need to still keep up with that. Now I don't foresee if you've been a mom that's been breastfeeding, you know, all along and you're, um, take one day to go away that's not going to impact your supply in a huge way, you know, cause you're no, you will have to pump. You're going to have to pump yeah. like every two hours the yeah. whole time. Oh yeah. But it's not going to like your supply isn't going to decrease cause it's not no. a baby. Right. But you are going to have to, you're going to get uncomfortable and full. So you are going to have mm-hmm. to pump every couple hours. 
Mm-hmm. And have a place to store that milk, too. Because Or drink it. Or drink it, yeah. If you don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Don't throw it away. Do not throw it away. Right. But you're definitely going to want to, you know, have a place to store it so that you can bring it back with you from wherever you happen to be. And then, yeah, and if you're going by plane, you can go on the TSA website and they have a whole um, page on traveling with breast milk. And I, um, I always suggest that people print it out mm-hmm. because sometimes, you know, you hear all these stories and, about like people weren't allowed to bring their breast milk and that's so very not likely to happen to you because people travel with breast milk all the time. But sometimes TSA, you know, they act like they don't know back like that's our first day on the job or something and you can just pull it out and be like i you know i'm fully aware that i'm well within my rights and you know it's just nice to have a little backup yeah absolutely but they should not be like putting it through the x-ray machine or whatever it is no and like making you oh they're not supposed to like have you open it right and stick things in it because they want to like yeah here's my little litmus paper or whatever like don't they're not supposed to do that i think they make that up like what are they? I, what are they testing? I Your saw, water bottle? Did, like I don't even understand why yes, they, they dip did anything that. into I, anything. No, when I was when I was, he didn't dip it. But when I was going through, I one time I had to open my water bottle and he held a piece of paper like you know half an inch above the surface of the water for a second, and then he was like, okay, I don't know. It's like testing for explosives, I guess. I don't know. That's like the you know, that's the thing now. So, oh my gosh, I don't know. It's all the, whatever. They're not supposed to do that to your breast, to your breast milk. Yeah, your breast, breast milk will not explode at them, so we no. don't need to worry about it. <laughs> oh. And on that, we are going to have a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Are you suffering from sore or cracked nipples? You are not alone, and help is on the way. Milky's Nipple Nurture Balm is organic and lanolin-free, made with natural ingredients to heal, protect, and moisturize. It is safe for mom and baby, and there is no need to wipe it off before breastfeeding. Head to BadassBreastfeedingPodcast.com for the link and use promo code BADASS for 10% off of everything at Fairhaven Health. So I had a mama that did have to go away on business a couple of months ago, and um, she asked the hotel to hold the milk for her. And, the, you know, like in a bigger refrigerator because she didn't have – she just had a little refrigerator in her room. And she has to put it in the freezer, actually. And um, they sent uh, like a – she goes, they sent this teenage kid up to collect my milk. <laughs> and she goes, he was so embarrassed. And it was oh like, you didn't have a female employee that you could send up to get this milk. <laughs> but I thought that was a great idea that she kind of thought ahead and said, you know, I need – you know, I'm going to need storage for this milk. And just ask. Yeah. You know, we're so, like, breastfeeding is so, you know, it's so taboo. But most people, you know, if you just ask, especially a hotel, they're bending over backwards for you, you know. Yeah. And, you know, if you are super worried about your baby and you want, which you're going to be, but you can always, you know, have, whoever's got your baby, talk to them about how often to check in. Yeah. And... I mean, you can, obviously, it's your baby. You can check in as often as you want to. Um, If they are with, like, someone like grandma, I could tell you right now, if it were my kids and I were leaving them with my mom, she'd be like, stop calling here. They're fine. (laughs) You know, like that, because that's the way she would be. I'm sure most people are, yeah. Yeah. But. They'd be like, leave us alone. We're having fun. I know. But 
if you really feel like if you are one of those personalities where you're like, I'm going to want to make sure every feed goes okay. I'm going to want to make sure like, the, you know, the baby's fine. I'm going to be checking in at these intervals. Like, tell them so that they know in advance. This is, I'm going to mm-hmm. be checking in. Set up a time to FaceTime so you can see the baby. You know, that's a mm-hmm. great, this, we have great, use your technology for good things, you know, instead yeah. of Googling how guilty you should feel. <laughs> so we want you to like, you know, have a good time and enjoy yourself if that's why you're away and not feel And if it's away. not why you're away and you start to feel a little relaxed and you feel kind of nice about being alone and, oh my God, here's a hotel room and they have a bathtub and I take a hot bath and, oh, I'm kind of feeling kind of nice without my baby here. You know, get over it and enjoy it. You don't have to feel guilty about that. Oh, my gosh. You earned it. It's totally fine. Yeah, it's fine. They will survive. And they, you know, the person who is taking care of them volunteered to take care of them. They most likely are excited that you're leaving and that they get to have time with this baby. And they, they will be absolutely fine. And if the baby fusses, then they can deal with it. If the baby wakes up in the middle of the night, they will deal with it. It's not the end of the world. It seems so big you know like how are they going to get them to sleep how is this going to happen it's just going to happen the baby's not going to stay awake for 48 hours like that's not going to happen right they will sleep yeah and it'll be it'll be okay it really will it'll be fine and then you come back and they will most likely that will be the first thing that they they'll not even see you they'll just see some boobs yeah They'll just, you're, you know, depend. you're just a couple of walking boobs to them. <laughs> and they'll be very excited that the boobs are back. So when you get back, your baby is definitely going to want to, you know, nurse, nurse, nurse all the time and, you know, kind of make up for that, which is fine. You know, I mean, that's, that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they might be off their routine a little bit. Not the end of the world. It all comes around again and, and. And it all, you know, it works itself out. Yeah, yeah. But you have to, you know, like we said, you have to do a little bit of planning. You can't just say, hey, we're going to hop into a, you know, hop into a car and leave tomorrow. Like you're going to have to, you're going to have to pump. Mm-hmm. And don't, it's the same thing with going back to work. Don't start pumping like the day before you leave. Right. Plan ahead. Get a little bit stored away. Make sure and then you, if you plan on pumping when you're gone. Yes, bring your pump. Bring the pump. Supplies. Don't forget everything. the pump. Yeah, pump your supplies, your baggies, your everything that you need to have. And pretty much plan on you're going to need to wash it out or whatever you're going to do with it right there wherever you're staying. Mm-hmm. So you've got all those little things, you know, those just those little logistical things that you might not be thinking about. Those are going to play an important part of your time away yeah and you're going to have fun and so what if depending on how long somebody is gone because we're talking about one night but if somebody's going away for a longer business trip say at one point could milk supply be affected I mean, Could it be if you're just if you're pumping, you know, the whole time? If you're basically, you'd be exclusively pumping for the amount of time that you're gone. Right, and I think it would depend on a lot of things. You know, it depends on how your milk supply is already. It depends on, um, you know, how long you're going to be gone. Obviously, how much your baby feeds now, like how old your baby is, um, how established your milk supply is. But 
it would take like because of course we know that when you pump it is not as effective as the baby sure so if you are all of a sudden you know you're feeding you're breastfeeding your baby and then all of a sudden you go to only pumping for a week say your supply could be a little bit impacted by that but mm-hmm. it'll bounce right back when you get home and you go with the baby sure it'll bounce right back but um you know because the baby isn't stimulating during that time you probably will make a little bit less maybe you'll notice you're pumping a little bit less towards the end of the week um but don't panic because it will rebound when you get back with the baby and you want to like you know if you've never pumped before then you want to kind of like be doing that like a couple weeks before you leave so that you can kind of get the hang of it because some people really don't respond well to a pump and then you know you're going to add to the panic because it might you know sometimes it takes a little bit to just like get used to it to the pumping i mean there's you know there's lots of if you you know if you're driving, you can have those little car adapters or battery packs, and you can pump while you're you know in the car. If you're a passenger, and it's a you know a car or road trip, you can bring your pump on the plane. Um, you know you can you can do all sorts of stuff, but definitely as long as you are still stimulating that supply and you're still pumping, and have a way to bring that milk home with you. And and it happens that, faster. Go ahead. It's going to depend, you know. That's going to depend. Like, I had a, a friend um, who just had to go away for a work trip, and she was gone for five weeks. Oh, my God. she brought her baby with her. Oh. But she was hoping to be able to, like, send milk back periodically if she had extra, and she looked into how much it would cost to, like, you know, FedEx her milk. Because there are programs that will, that will ship your milk, but it's just mm-hmm. super expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the first time, well, I guess maybe this was the second time, because I already talked about the first time, but maybe it was the second time that I left um, Jack. I went out with some friends, and I was like, okay, I'm going to be gone for a few hours. Like, it's not that big of a deal. I don't need to pump, you know. I, I wasn't really responding well to a pump. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> um, so I was like, I'm just going to, you know, this pump thing is stupid. I'm just going to go. It'll be fine. I'll be back in a few hours. And halfway through us, like, hanging out, we're at this bar. I just start developing these, like, growing, you know, liquid ball shapes on my boobs. It just starts leaking everywhere. Oh, my God. And I can't, my shirt, it's like, your shirt is wet. Nothing you can do about it. And so I was, like, going into the bathroom and stuffing (laughs) The, like, hand towels, the, like, little hand towels in my shirt. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my friends. My God. My friends, like, none of them have babies. And they were all like, oh, my God, you're leaking. (laughs) And I was like, I got to (laughs) go. Oh, my God. I would have been mortified. I can remember, like, being out. And it wasn't being out like I wasn't anywhere good. But, like, my mother-in-law at the time when I was married to my kid's father, they – she lived a few hours away from us, so we would, like, go visit her with the kids and stuff. And mm-hmm. I can remember, like, being out places with her and feeling the letdown. And I'd be oh, like, no. oh, yeah, it's, I need to go. It's time to feed. <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing. And it was just like, yeah. I need to get back now. Thank you very much. Cause it's, and my, like, I had one of those really painful letdowns. 
so I always knew when that oh, was happening. Uh, yeah. But oh, um, God. it was just like, gotta go, peeps. Sorry. <laughs> you know, but when you are in an environment where I can't, you know, you're at a work meeting or you're, like you said, you're at a bar, you're at the mercy of somebody else. Yeah, it's not like hanging out at home in your underwear. Like, it's, <laughs> it's totally different. It's completely different. Then you're just like, oh, God. Yeah. And you have no control over it. Right. It's just your body's going to do it. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't care where you are. Especially if you're missing those feeds. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, bottom line, the takeaway message from this is don't feel guilty if you have to leave your baby overnight. It's Okay. It's okay. It's okay. And your baby is probably going to not even, you're going to be the one that's going to be more worried and more concerned. Your baby's going to be just fine. But you do have to think about, you know, making sure we keep your supply where it needs to be and keep you comfortable and, you know, all that stuff. But bottom line, don't feel guilty. Nope. And thank you so much. Um, And please share your stories with us over in the... um, iTunes review section. We might pick yours for the review of the week. Yeah. And you can also head over to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com for our comment section over there where you can join in the discussion and sponsor links and all the promo codes and our other episodes. Yeah. It's fun. It sure is. It sure is. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.